Well, we now have the results from May 2016 from the Toronto Real Estate Board. And it turns out that condo sales are up a staggering 22%. And condo prices are up a healthy 6%. Talk about what these numbers mean and more on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate your time and taking the moment out of your day to hear what I have to say about the condominium market. And I really appreciate all your reviews and feedback on the show. It's very helpful and it's great for getting the word out about the show. So again, today I want to talk about the May 2016 numbers from the Toronto Real Estate Board. The big headline here is that uh, once again, as is this has been the story with most pretty much every month so far this year in 2016, condo sales are way up, way up. Um, I mean, there's double digits and then there's major double digits. Uh, we are into major double digits with uh 22% increase in sales over May of last year. But the good news is um, that the condo, that the prices are going up at a, at a healthy rate, I would say. They're not going up at any crazy rates like we're seeing in, um, in the low-rise market, which is clearly unsustainable. But we're seeing much healthier rates of increases, what, which is what we like to see, of around 6% on average for the GTA for the month of May. Nice healthy numbers, 6 to 8% is what we've been seeing. The average uh, numbers for the 416 area for condos this year is about 8.5%. Average for the 905 region seems to be around 55 6% range, a little bit less than Toronto. Um, so those are very healthy numbers that uh, we, we like to see as condominium investors. So as I mentioned, sales have been up on average around 20%. Every single month so far this year, this, this month will even a little bit more than that, around 22%. Um, the market is hot, make no mistake. It's not just the low-rise housing market where we're seeing bidding wars, where we're seeing signs of uh, major shortages in product and supply. On the supply side of the equation, we are seeing the same thing in the condominium market. Surprising a lot of people, obviously, if you listen to this podcast, if you're receiving my emails, if you're tracking what's happening in the market, if you're an active investor, you're probably not surprised because we've been talking about this and calling for this for quite some time. Uh, but uh, those sort of on the outside, the people you might talk to around the water cooler at the cocktail party or uh, at the soccer game, um, probably be very surprised to, to hear these numbers coming out of the condominium market. There's still this real perception out there that there are too many condos, that we're building too many condos, that there's, you know, there's cranes everywhere, there's condos going up everywhere, it's condo city, what's going on uh, with, with the market, this kind of thought, this kind of perception. But again, as we talk about time and time and time again over the last two years on this podcast, we do not have a condo oversupply situation in Toronto. We definitely are in an undersupply situation. We definitely have a shortage of condominiums and of housing in general in this city. And it's just clearly evidenced by the fact that prices and rents continue to rise. So what I think is going to happen, um, and, and really what's most interesting and most relevant for you, uh, the listener, the investor, or the potential investor in condos is that, uh, well, you know, if we continue to have these months of 
you know, 20, 25% increases in sales, uh, it's just going to continue to create a further and further shortage of product situation and prices will rise more and more. So this is a pattern that we see in the housing market and in any market, really. First, the sales increase and then the prices lag behind a little bit and the prices will increase more later. So prices are increasing now at a certain rate, but I believe that later on, especially in the last uh, half of this year, we will see even greater price increases. So um, be aware of that, prepare for that, plan for that, be strategic about uh, your investing with that in mind. It's interesting that last year, uh, 2016, again, that was really, or 2015, 2015 was really supposed to be the year of the condo glut, the year where, you know, the supposed house of cards uh, that the, 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 the real estate bears would, were telling us about for years, this was like the big year when a massive number, a record number of condos would be coming for completion, a, ma- a record number of new product being added to the supply side of the equation. And this would surely uh, mark the, the, end of, uh, the end of this long bull run. And this would surely, you know, just cause prices and rents to just drop significantly as, you know, buyers and, and tenants would just have their pick of, you know, dozens of units and, and they could just negotiate and bargain down sellers uh, to, to, you know, whatever numbers they want. Uh, Again, this did not happen. It has not happened. It, it will not happen anytime soon. Um, 2015 was the record year. We did have a record number of condo completions. But again, what happened? Prices still continue to rise, not as, as much as they are rising today, but they did still continue to rise and rents still did continue to rise um, through that um, challenging year of 2015. So the market was challenged. The, the strength of the market was um, shook, but the market stood up and the market stayed strong and, and the market just continued to plow forward. Um, and what's interesting is I just saw a stat come across my Twitter from Ben Myers. Um, and if you're not following um, Ben Myers on Twitter and, and also put a plug in for myself too, but if you're not following uh, following myself, Ben Myers, others, uh, Urban Nation. There's so many great people to follow on Twitter, but um, definitely get on Twitter, and it's a great way to track the market and see what's happening in the market. If for nothing else, if you've never even got a Twitter account by now, I don't know what you've been up to, but if you still don't have one, then just get on it just for the real estate stats and info alone. It's great. Um, sidetrack. But anyways, back on track here, talking about the fact that on on uh, Ben's Twitter feed this week he uh he had a great stat there um can't remember the source but it was basically saying how uh uh, condo completions for 2016 versus 2015 were down we are down about 24 percent 24 percent below we're tracking from 2015 numbers so if prices went up and rents went up in 2015 and now in 2016, the number of new, new supply being added to the market is significantly down, down about 24%. What do you think is going to happen in 2016? Well, obviously, prices and rents will rise even more and that's what we have been seeing and that's what we will continue to see. I think it's going to accelerate uh, as we head into the second half of 2016. So definitely 
be aware of that, prepare for that. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> and uh, just be a smart investor in the market. So uh, what else are we seeing in terms of stats this year? Rental prices, Urban Nation put out their Q1 um, rental report, of course. The great, great reports that Urban Nation puts out. And rental prices are up across the board for the GTA on a per square foot basis. So this is a true, real accurate measure of the market. It's not just on a end price basis because we don't want to just track end price basis for when it comes to rents or sales, really, because uh, the issue that we've been talking about for years is that condominiums are constantly getting smaller and smaller. So the average size of a new condo is much smaller than the average si size of an existing condo. So if you're tracking things on a per square foot basis, it's a much more accurate picture of the market as opposed to just on an end price, um, absolute price basis. Another sidetrack there, but getting back to it, basically uh, what I'm saying is uh, rental prices in Q1 for 2016 are up. 6.8% on a per square foot basis. 6.8% increase in rents is a lot. That's a very big number. Um, again, it's great to see as, as a condominium investor. And, uh, you know, I, I love it when I see a number like that. Uh, makes me look at all my rents across the board, all my properties, and say, you know, where can I uh, tweak things a bit? Where can I maximize my revenues? Uh, am I undercharging tenants here or there? I need to, we need to constantly be evaluating that as investors. So a couple interesting anecdotal points um, as a sort of side aside here on this podcast, but we're, we're seeing bidding wars in buildings where, for rentals, and we're seeing bidding wars in buildings for rentals where, uh, you know, a year ago, six months ago, you couldn't give a unit away. I mean, you, you would have units sitting on the market for a month. You'd have one showing in a month, and now we're seeing bidding wars on on this in the same building today and properties going for over the asking price on these are on rentals we're talking about rentals here um you know one example i just heard about anecdotally uh this week uh, from a colleague is westlake uh, westlake project out in etobicoke it's actually a good example maybe a bit of a case study as well of what happens in new buildings so um Here's a little teaching moment for, for all the investors out there. When a new building finishes, um, it's very common that the market is hit with a lot of units at the same time for rent. And so obviously that will put some downward pressure on rental prices in that building. Uh, and so this is, again, why it's very important as investors to be patient and to not um, look to sell or get out of a condominium investment uh, too soon. You know, timing is everything and you really need to understand the ebbs and flows of the market. So um, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Westlake is, is perhaps a good example where you have a lot, you know, several buildings, a multi-tower project uh, um, in, in, in one. So hundreds and hundreds of units in a concentrated location. Uh, and six months or a year ago, like I said, it was extremely difficult to rent units um, in that project because the supply was just the supply was so large and now today you're seeing bidding wars in that building for for uh, for rent um, incidentally that building does have a grocery store in it so that that is certainly again we, we've seen that time and time again where 
having a grocery store in your building is makes such a uh, a big impact on the rental and resale rates. Um, here's a little plug there for Minto West Side, which will have a grocery store in the building and still has some great units available. If you're looking at investing in the downtown right now, it's a great project to still get into. Um, okay, today's episode is just full of tangents. I'm going all over the place with this, but hopefully you're enjoying it. Hopefully you're tracking along with me and you're learning something about what's happening in the market. Uh, another anecdotal thing, um, personally, personal experience here, uh, right from the horse's mouth. So I'm in the process of moving. Um, I am not selling my current house. I am keeping it as a rental property and moving into a new house, which is exciting, but also stressful and fun and, and everything else at the same time. Um, as you know, if you've ever moved before, um, which I'm sure everyone listening has, uh, but so I'm, I'm renting, I'm in the process of just, just renting out my house. I've actually just secured the tenant. Um, and again, my experience with, on the rental side, not in an area here where there's traditionally a lot of rentals, uh, the, the supply is extremely low. Demand is also probably quite low. It's certainly an area where, you know, vast, vast majority of people own their homes. There's not a huge rental, a lot of, lot of, not a lot of houses for rent. Um, so I wasn't really sure how the process would go, but ended up renting out my house in one day. First person who saw it rented it. Um, and we ended up getting hundreds of dollars actually above any previous comparable or, or recent property in the area. Um, so uh, per, on a per month basis. So um, yeah, I mean, again, the rental market is hot, definitely very hot. Another anecdotal story um, about to rent. Uh, one of my tenants is moving out of one of my units that I have in Regent Park. As you know, I'm a big proponent of Regent Park and the revitalization that's happening there. Um, so one of I bought several units there over the years. Um, and one of my studios there, a uh, tenant is moving out. Um, so I was, you know, it's uh, looking as you do when, when it's time to put a property in the market, you do your analysis and you see what are the going rents in the area. And much to my surprise and delight, uh, the prices for studios have gone up in that uh, building about $100 a month just over the past year. So a year ago, um, the studios were averaging around 1200 a month. And now today they're averaging uh, around 1300 a month. The last couple that have gone have actually gone over 1300 around 1350 a month. So Amazing to see that. Great news, again, to be able to increase your rents like that. Um, when a tenant moves out and the new tenant moves in, that's good news and definitely puts a smile on, on any investor's face when, when you see that. So rental market is hot. Condo market is hot. Um, things are moving along. <clears throat> There's some very great stats there. Um, let's talk about implications, lessons for condominium investors. Well, uh, again, make no mistake, a big story is that housing prices are driving condominium prices. What I mean by that is that as house prices continue to just get further and further out of reach for just about anybody, um, it's pushing more and more buyers into the condo market. So that is a big force. It's a big you know, upward pull force on the condo market 
is the just uh, the exponential growth of prices on the on the low rise side is driving people to the condo market, and that's a good thing for condominium investors. It's it's certainly um, going to be pulling prices up for the foreseeable future. Uh, oversupply. Do we have an oversupply of condos? Let's put that one to bed once and for all, hopefully, um, and just stop talking about this oversupply nonsense in the condo market. We don't have an oversupply. We have an undersupply of condos. If you own a condo and you're thinking about selling a condo um, in the GTA, my general advice, of course, it's always going to be different for everyone's situation, but if you don't need to sell for economic reasons, my advice is do not sell right now. It is not a good time to sell because you're going to be missing out on a lot of growth uh, over the next year. So selling right now, unless you're reinvesting that money into another property, uh, it's not a good time to cash out of the, of the market. Certainly, you're, you're going to be seeing a lot more growth in condo prices over the next year. So if you've got a condo, maybe a tenant's moved out, or maybe you're sitting on it or thinking about buying a boat or something, I don't know what it might be, but uh, my advice is keep that condo at least for the next year you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more gains in prices and rents over the next year so just hold on um another thing is just a lesson for investors is the condo market moves in waves and i talk about this sometimes but uh it goes through the condo market moves in cycles it moves in waves ups and downs so there's there's these Periods of overbuilding and underbuilding, overbuilding and underbuilding, overbuilding, underbuilding. And it just goes like that every few years. It's just the nature of the beast. It's the nature of a um, commodity like condominiums where uh, the market is undersupplied and, and developers rush in and, and say, wow, here's an, here's an opportunity. Prices are rising. Let's, let's get the product into the market. And, and the prices are rising. And then everyone and everyone does that, and there's too much supply uh, on the market, and things will slow down. And we have these these waves of overbuilding and underbuilding. And right now, we're we're definitely in the middle of an underbuilding sort of a scenario, uh, which we also saw the most recent one was probably uh, 2011. So 2016 so far is really reminiscent of 2011. And 2011 was really reminiscent of 2007. And so they seem to go in these four to five year cycles um, of overbuilding and underbuilding. So um, all that to say, get ready for larger, bigger price increases in the condominium resale as well as the new condominium market, pre-construction market. In the fall of 2016, I'm expecting to see big price increases, even bigger than we've seen so far this uh, early 2016. So fall 2016 and early 2017, I'm expecting larger increases than we have been seeing so far and even hotter condo market. And then, uh, like I said, as these things go in waves, I do expect that there will be a slowing down not that prices will fall, but just that the rate of increase in prices will um, begin to once again taper off, uh, probably somewhere around the middle of 2017. 
Well, there you go. Uh, that is, uh, those are my thoughts on the market today um, as we stand in early June of 2016. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I went on a lot of crazy tangents there, but I hope you got some good factoids and learning points about condominium investing and about what's happening in the market right now. Fuel for your next backyard barbecue cocktail party or water cooler conversation around real estate. So thank you very much again for supporting the show. If you have any questions, you can always reach me at andrew at truecondos.com. If you'd like to invest in the condo market or you'd like to learn more about it, I'd love to talk to you. So please reach out to me and make sure you do visit truecondos.com for more great podcasts, articles, videos, and lots of great free information, which is all created and designed for you, the condominium investor. Okay, thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.